Hey, what's up? Yo, this is MK Specs from Backyard Groove, nigga. And you listening to Feeling the Breeze with my nigga, The Breezer. I know some of you niggas has got your thumb up your assholes and you eat your boogers, right? But over here, you gonna get the lesson and the motherfucking blessing. So, when you tune it in to Feeling the Breeze, I need you to go light your goddamn blood up. Relax your ass. Either you on that long drive home or you at the workplace. Make sure the right time is to fuck with the breezer. Cause we burning this bud. We smoking that glue, that gorilla glue. My nigga. Feel the fucking breeze, bitch. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever type of day it is, y'all come on in, y'all have a seat, light your blunts up, pour your drinks, come feel me right quick. How's everybody doing today? Before I even get started, let me throw my disclaimer. If this is, and it probably is, your first time listening to the show, then I welcome you to Feeling the Breeze. I am your host, Breeza. That's B-R-Triple-E-Z to the motherfucking A. And normally I introduce you to my co-host, my sidekick, my ace, Taco, the motherfucking bell. But he is knocked out right now. He smoked too much. So on the body of this show, we going all over the Well, I'm going all over the place today. So I'm a bring to you a little bit of some MK Specs reaction, some Backyard Groove reaction to Miss Ebony Williams. Oh yeah, she said some shit that had everybody pissed off. And yeah, y'all hear all that in the body of the show. And a whole, whole lot more. I'm talking about Steve Harvey and his situation. Woo, you guys are here. <clears throat> but it's gonna be all over the place. Ladies, I got one for y'all to grow on too. So we ain't gonna waste no more time. Let's get to the shenanigans. All right, y'all, before the show starts, I just want y'all to know that everything was pre-recorded probably within a couple of weeks. So in case you guys going to be like, well, what the hell are you talking about? This stuff happened, this and that, and this and that. You'll see it as you listen to the body of the show. Just thought I'd let y'all know before the show gets started. All right, let's get to it. That is, as I'm out with the dog pound, feel the breeze. Biatch, I'm just. All right, y'all, welcome back to the show. And, man, you know, it never ceases to amaze me what the human mind comes up with sometimes and the things that you find out about people. And it's shocking, but then it's not shocking. Man, I don't know if y'all been hearing 
about what's been going on with Steve Harvey and his wife and shit, but nigga, apparently, nigga, his wife ain't been keeping it, but it ain't been keeping it real, man. Woo! Man, I, it's like Steve Harvey, man. <coughs> Look. It's a reason why people, you know, say who you are, you know, behind closed doors and all this shit. But it's like, man, you talk about simping and, uh, woo, nigga, look. So, <laughs> woo, nigga, his wife, woo, nigga, see, see. Steve Harvey wife, man, this is why a lot of men turn into the type of niggas they be turned into, you know, when I'm talking about being womanizers and say, you know what, I don't give a fuck. It's like the type of shit that she did, <laughs> the type of shit that she did, it, it, ooh, nigga, all right, if y'all ain't heard, all right, so Steve Harvey wife, the wife that he with now used to be married to a drug kingpin, right? Right, and not only that, but then she fucked the drug kingpin brother, nigga, or cousin, nigga. Woo, goddamn. Woo, man, nigga, goddamn, nigga. <laughs> when I heard about this shit, I said, God, woo. What do I do, Lord? Man, what do you do with that when you hear something like that? Man, you, demon, like the Bible says. man, demons that, nigga, demon like a motherfucker. But look, so nigga, I'm com I'm combing through YouTube, nigga. You know, so I come across and you know come across a lot of information. So nigga, so he getting interviewed by well known YouTuber and shit. So it's like. Nigga, he telling he done wrote a book about this shit, nigga. So he nigga, he's spilling everything, nigga. He he nigga, he got some damaging, some damaging information, nigga. That can fuck a whole lot of shit up for Steve Harvey and a whole bunch of people. Woo! Tell you about nigga. See? Karma, nigga, that nigga, alright, look. Listen up, y'all. Look, look, I'm going all over the place, nigga. Let's get to this shit. You do not look like what you've been through. Now, you've served over 20 years. 27. 27 years in prison. Yeah. 28, really, if you, if you count the little year I did in the state when I was really coming up in the game. Because you were originally given, like, a life sentence. Without the possibility of parole. Now, you've been out for about, what, four or five years? Six years. Well, six, six years, years in January. Just in case the viewers aren't familiar, you are, you have been uh, working on a book uh, for quite some time. It's called Snakes in the Garden. Uh, the reason I picked the, took the book off the shelf was really because of Steve Harvey. But with Steve Harvey made a link, somebody sent, I told you they sent me a link. Sent you a link. And in that link, you know, they finished that. In that link, he was saying that he was talking about Jason when Jason was about 15 years old. Jason was kind of rebellious, just my son Jason. He told Steve Harvey one day, you're not my father. Uh oh! Uh-oh, what was that? Jason was about 15 years old. Jason was kind of rebellious, just my son Jason. He told Steve Harvey one day, you're not my father. Jimmy Towns is my father, you know, like that. Jimmy Townsend is the original. <laughs> this is the this is the drug kingpin. Ooh, nigga, nigga got out. 
on a crime that he did. Nigga. Nigga, I don't know what to say about this shit, nigga. I'm stuck. But, nigga, all I'm going to say to Steve Harvey, nigga, is why you doing this, nigga? Why are you running? Why are you running? <laughs> you can't run from this shit, nigga. You can't roll this shit. But for Jimmy Townsend, nigga, on this, this is your ass. I call it bold and brash. Bold and motherfucking brash, nigga. God damn. That is classy. Let's get it. Let's get it. So I guess they're kind of pissed. Now, this is Steve Hobbit with the interview talking. And so uh, when Jason told him that, kind of pissed him off. And he, t- he told Jason, I love your mama, so I got to love you. Now, where did that... Where... Ooh, what you, did you hear that? Nigga, did you hear that? Hold oh, up. Kind of pissed him off. And he, t- he told Jason, I love your mama, so I got to love you. Uh, where's that, where that punk ass, you know, dad of yours? So I don't know. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> now, look. <laughs> now, this is where it get dicey. Because on Steve Harvey's standpoint, he's right. He's like, I know I ain't your father, but you know, I'm raising you. He's like, I'm putting up with you because I'm dealing with your mama. <laughs> That's what it is. I'm only dealing with you because of your mama. But deep down, Steve, like, I can give two fucks about you. I know you ain't mine, but I'm going to take care of you like you mine. And that's the shit in homeboy face, <laughs> right? <laughs> but. I mean, but then, like, you, as a kid on the receiving, on the receiving that, you know, just saying that, that shit's dicey. Woo! It was from uh, insecurity or, or, or what? Could have been. I mean, you, you a multi-millionaire. I ain't nobody. You, you ain't got to worry about me. So this man has never been in the same room with you. Period. That's what he. But talk- called you a punk ass. Yeah, that's what he told Jason. I mean, you do look better than him. Huh? I think so too. <laughs> you know, nigga, I, all right, look, I'm looking at at Mr. Townsend right there. He got, and he and he's sitting. He, his posture is like, yeah, nigga, I still fuck your ass up, nigga. <laughs> you can still get these hands, nigga. You can still get these hands, Mr. Bowtie Millionaire. <laughs> That's what he said. I, I'll still get his work, nigga. <laughs> That nigga Jimmy Townsend, like, nigga, nigga, I appreciate you what you did, nigga, and all that bullshit, but nigga, don't think I ain't heard what you said, nigga. I'll still give you this goddamn work, nigga. <laughs> Woo! And you gotta give him that. You gotta give him that. You have to give him that. Shit. <laughs> you gotta give him that. And I know that's controversial. I know probably y'all listening to me like, no, you no, know, you can't be feeling like that. No, no, fuck that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm snubbing you right now. No flag on the play. Nope. Shit ain't gonna happen. Nope. I'll put it this way. If you ain't ever gone through nothing like that, and I mean, I ain't gone, I haven't gone nothing to like that, to that extreme, but still, I, I can relate. You know, so... You know, on, on Mr. Townsend's standpoint, you know, you gotta, you gotta give him that. You got, you gotta give him that. 
Let's go. She used to hate. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna tell it all. I'm telling it all, y'all. She, she said, she and, and it was like she used to check dudes with big lips. We would call them soup kill coolers. She used to cap on niggas like you, Steve Harvey. God damn, nigga. She used to cap on niggas like you. And then you end up with that nigga? Uh, uh, uh. Let's, let's go back to, let's look. She used to hate, see, that's what I'm saying. I'm telling it all. I'm telling it all. Y'all. That nigga, see, he telling it all. She, she said, she, and, and it was like, she used to check dudes with big lips. She used to call them soup kill coolers. When she married Steve Harvey, they was dating. Cause you know, be mindful. We all this time we talking. Even while she was dating, I could call any time, day or night. Me and Laura's daddy talked, and I thanked him for looking out for the family. We had that kind of rapport, you know. I called him, and I thanked him for, you know. And like I said, for 20 years, Marjorie brought the kids to visit me. As a friend, we just friends. Now she done gone on with her life, you know, dating and whatever she doing. And I'm going over my life trying to, you know, fight and get out of prison. So that type thing. So. But when she, three days, I talked to him to show you how close we were. Okay. Three days before. Hold up. <laughs> See, look at that. He like, bitch, I don't give a fuck what you doing. Go ahead and be with that nigga, right? Be with, be with that nigga. Make sure that nigga taking care of my kids. Cool. Make sure nothing happened to him. Be with that nigga. You know, he like, do you? Do you? He's like, but you know where home is at. <laughs> That's what he said. You know where home is at. You know when I get out, you know, it's gonna be right back to you and me if I choose to. If he chooses to. Sorry, ladies. I know that's some sexy shit, but you know, a lot of niggas think like that. A lot of niggas think like that. And the niggas, you know, and you can't be mad at his ass for thinking like that. Just saying. Just saying. Let's go. So that type thing. So. But when she, three days, I talked to him to show you how close we were. Okay. Three days before she got married to Steve Harvey, we talked. And she told me, she said, Jimmy, she said, uh, and she said, Jimmy, you know what, Steve, he's, he's so much like my dad. And when she said that, I said, like your dad? Mm -hmm. said, yeah, you're liking Jimmy, because he's just like, you know, my dad. And when she said that, I said, Cause I knew how her dad was. He was a real deal. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? From husband to parent. And I said, man, I said, oh, you got one of them. Be like your dad. She BS me on that. Oh, she said, oh, he said that was some bullshit, Steve. <laughs> bang, bang, nigga. Damn, God damn, that nigga, uh, that nigga gave you a, gave you a good one. But what does that mean, though? What does that mean? It's like, what was, what was, what was, what was Marjorie's uh, pops like and shit? Hmm, who knows? But I thought you didn't like big lip niggas, though, huh? I thought you didn't like that type of, type them, a little, uh, sound to me like she an opportunist. She BS me on that. 
See, what I'm going to say just on Mr. Townsend's part, see, that's a lot of growth. That's a lot of maturity. That's, a, you know, like, hey, you know what? It is what it is. You know, I couldn't do shit. I have no choice but to thank the man that raised my kids and shit. You know what? You know what? No choice. No choice. He had to honor that. He had to honor that. And, you know, and I'm sure, you know, Steve Harvey took that shit, he, you know, but... I'm curious to know what happens. It's, ain't y'all snake in the grass? But I think I think y'all might want to pick that book up as well as myself because if he telling all, they go, woo. I mean, this may not look good. It definitely don't look good for her. <laughs> she on the chopping block like a bug. She's on the chopping block. But maybe I'll keep y'all updated if I find out. Look, look, the more I know, the more y'all know. And with that being said, I'm going to take a quick pause for the motherfucking calls. I'll be back with some more show. I'm hiding the motherfucker. Time for another sports update. Well, ladies and gentlemen, lots of things going on in sports. I went to what? Oh shit! I'm hiding the motherfucker, y'all. Stumbled in for a second. I went to WrestleMania 39. Had an awesome time. I'm gonna talk about that. But right now, it's the playoffs in the NBA playoffs, and. Every something happened that's never happened in my lifetime, probably in y'all's lifetime too. For the first time ever, all the California's NBA teams have made it to the postseason. Woo! Yeah, Golden State, Sacramento, the Lakers, and the Clippers are all in the playoffs. Now, the real question is. Who's really going to come out of L.A.? And we don't really give a fuck about Golden State and Sacramento. But, hey, who's going to come out that shit, too? Now, here's the other fucked up part about this, which is cool. But, look, so right now, Golden State and Sacramento is playing. And Sacramento got took game one. Oh, shit. Woo! Sacramento said, oh, no, nigga, it ain't going to be that easy go to stay. Fuck that, darling. We're going to get this shit, niggas. But it was a good game. I watched a little bit of it. It was excellent. I was like, hey, all right, these niggas making noise. Darian Fox is doing his thing and shit. I was like, all right, young kid. But what I was, what I was, what I was saying, from a travel standpoint, Golden State and Sacramento, all they got to do is fly 45 minutes to go to their destinations, which is hella good. And then with the Clippers and the Phoenix Suns, all they got is an hour flight. But when you know it, the goddamn Lakers got the short end of the stick. We got to go all the way to fucking Memphis and, what, three, four-hour flight? 
God damn. But we gonna get it. We gonna get it. It should be interesting. I looked at the Celtics and the Hawks, but well, we already know the Hawks. I get a Hawks one game, maybe. Maybe I give them one game. Shit. That's even that's even pushing it. But it look like Philly is off to a good start. Uh, who else? Uh, shit, that's it. That's all I can think of right now. But it's the playoffs. I'm going to keep y'all updated. But for right now, we're going to go back to the motherfucking show. Let's get it. Welcome back to the show. So, ladies, <laughs> I got another one for y'all to grow on, right? Now, I want you to listen up. It's going to trigger a lot of emotions on what you're going to hear. And my reactions might trigger more emotions, but I don't give a fuck right now. <laughs> But this is all about growth. So, I'm going to play some audio. Well, it's a video for me, but it's going to be audio to y'all. And this is this is Ayana Van Zandt getting her Kevin Samuels on. <laughs> yeah, she's getting her Kevin Samuels on with you ladies, especially the black women. But she getting on all women. I'm saying all women. She... They, they ain't talking about black women, but I'm saying all women, damn it. But she getting her Kevin Samuels on. I'm going to chime in. Later on, in between, you're going to hear MK and Cry chime in, too. So, <laughs> this is a good one. This is one to grow on, ladies. So, let's get it. So, in, an, in a recent interview with our dear friends over at the Breakfast Club uh, that went very viral for very good reason, uh, you said that women are being trained to be men in skirts. Woo! Um, I, I will acknowledge, I will, I will say. Oh, she said women are being, woo! Let's hear that again. I was Hold on. Very viral for very good reason. Uh, you said that women are being trained to be men in skirts. Hmm. I can attest. I can agree to that. Cause think about it, ladies. It's more of y'all walking around with masculine energy than us niggas is walking around with masculine energy. And then that shit done flip. Now niggas walking around with feminine energy like a motherfucker. Y'all seen it? Shit. All right. But I want y'all to listen to her response, right? To this reporter. And I'm glad she kept it a buck, but I want you to hear this shit. Um, I, I will acknowledge, I will, I will say I was triggered. I was a hit dog and I hollered to, to the entire production team to, to get you here today because I actually think you're right. I think you're right, Ayanla. I do think um, that I'll just speak for myself vulnerably. Uh, when I think of a masculine um, posture and what I would expect a man to do in my life, uh, two things come top of mind, and they are provide, and they are protect. Pause. I can almost guarantee you that this chick got some serious daddy issues, right? 
I can almost guarantee 100% that she got some daddy issues because her response, the way I'm interpreting it, is she got daddy issues, right? Pops wasn't there in her life or whatnot, so she didn't have that example. She didn't see that. All she had was mama and probably big mama in them too. All right, let's get it. And when my lived experience, um, and I, I think I'm still relatively young, I guess, but I'm 40 in, in, in September. So, you know, I've, I've, I've had some some relationships. And I- Uh-oh, uh-oh, hold up, we about to- <laughs> All right. Now, something key that she said, she kept, I'm glad she kept it real, but she said, I'm 40 years old, right? So now, the late, great Kevin Samuels will already have put her in no man's land, right? Because <laughs> that means whoever niggas that she chose to be with, them niggas said, nope, I don't want to have nothing to do with you. So she had to play the field and now she up here searching but i can almost also guarantee that she want that high that high earning ass nigga that three that nigga that's in the top three percent or one percent bracket that's making that type of bread that's the type of nigga that she want i can almost guarantee that shit let's get it yet to find a man who has shown up and this includes even my father who was absent oh, see yet to have a male energy that provided or protected me didn't consistently I, ever didn't I so say I think that I have taken on the reins to protect and provide for myself because what I'm not going to do Ayanla is be without baby it's now look I want see you guys can't see it but her facial expression was super masculine right now super masculine and I know Ayanla is like yeah I can see that shit too but she definitely got in her feminine energy. She definitely got in her, not even gonna say feminine energy, but she definitely got in her masculine energy, but but broke it down with that feminism shit. Yeah, that's exactly what she did. All right, let's get it. So that would be without protection, be without protection. And be without the necessities of life. She and her feelings right now. So, so, but, but, but I say that with an invitation, Ayala, check me. Show me the error of my ways. Tell me how I might be missing it. Because I might be. No, you're missing it. Okay. Trust me, you're missing I it. I too am an alpha woman. So I understand what that means. And I tell people all the time, I was a horrible mother. I was a horrible mother. I was a great father. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I was a horrible mother because I had never been mothered. So I didn't know how to affirm, how to nurture, how to nourish, how to um, guide. I knew how to direct, how to demand, how to discipline, and like you said, provide and protect. Now, pause. I'm going to pause it right there. How many of you ladies out there can relate to what she's talking about? Because most of y'all are doing that shit right now, right? Not, not that there's nothing wrong with it. It's just that you didn't get taught. See, right now, y'all are getting their Kevin Samuel, so I can I can appreciate the realness and the vulnerability and shit. Yeah, she getting her Kevin Samuel. So listen up. She ain't done yet. She ain't done yet. Those are masculine energies. And the, the distinction here is men build, women create. 
So we know how to build. We know how to get to the external and get the work done and drive and push and do it, do it, do it. We don't know how to be still, create it, and allow it to come to us. And I learned that when I lost everything. I learned how to create because I had already built and it all crumbled. The house, the husband, the job, the contracts, the professional career in the world, stripped of it all. All the attachments, the necessities of life, the creature comforts, until I was stripped down to the bare bone. And then I had to learn how not to build, build is external, create is internal. And we as women have the power to create and attract anything we desire. Facts. But we don't get still. We won't shut up. Facts. She and said it. Manage everything through fear. She said it. What did she say y'all won't do? We desire. What did she say y'all won't do? But we don't get still. What? We won't shut up. You won't shut the fuck and up. <laughs> you won't shut the fuck up. And ladies, that's all niggas is asking for sometimes. It's just sit down and shut the fuck up sometimes. If you listen to what we trying to say, you might learn something and understand, get some logic. Niggas tend to be logical all the time, but women don't be liking on our logic. That's why they get in their feelings. I'm saying it. Look, y'all can cancel me all you want to, but I'm going to still keep saying that shit. Let's get it manage everything through fear control and survival mm -hmm. as opposed to feeling knowing and blooming or flourishing complete different thing but since we've never been trained we haven't been trained we haven't been taught so we do it the way we were taught to do it which is very masculine in nature Facts. And very external. That's I feel you, you, you that you're yep, yep. describing me to a team. Yep, Donald. she is. Now, is this why you are conducting a rites of passage program so that women, um, all of black women in particular, can learn to create? So look, I'm gonna pause and I'm gonna come back to this because she asked her a very real Kevin Samuels like question later on, right? <laughs> so I'm gonna bring that to you a little bit later. So, take a quick pause for the calls and we'll come back with some more show. All right, y'all, we got Big Moo, a.k.a. Cuddy Moo, a.k.a. Pastor Moo, a.k.a. Brother Wale, with some of that good old-fashioned cerebral news. Let's get it! Yep. to back away from telling 
their liaison of their special uh, Jiminy Cricket dance activities. <laughs> hey, hey, wait, wait. Okay. Hey, yeah. And then you got Bam Barter. I just heard Charleston White talking shit about Hassan Kendall, about Bam Barter. And basically, he got the, the name Bam Barter. That's what he said, because he was bamming those boys, Barter. And that's how he became <laughs> Bam Barter. Oh, Lord, it was diabolical. They can't. The Charleston White said that shit, nigga. That shit was diabolical like a motherfucker. That's face real, nigga. Okay, and then bad bottom, bad booty, bad bottom, whatever. Uh, that's going on because basically they tried to put a museum, a hip hop museum somewhere, I think in New York or whatever. And basically, Zulu Nation is supposed to be orchestrating this whole situation, whatever. And a lot of people are protesting about it. And basically, they they want to revere Bambada, and a lot of people are mad about it because Bambada was doing uh, unspeakable acts against children, allegedly uh, doing things that was not appropriate. You know what I mean? And, uh, and you know, Charles White had his little situation talking about it, whatever. You know what I mean? You got that part of it And also, too, the whole Star Wars thing. People are mad because Lizzo and Jack Black was in Star Wars episode, Mandalorian recent episode last week, okay? And uh, they were so mad because uh, how can a big, heavyset black woman be in space? And a lot of this stuff, I hate to say this, a lot of stuff, you have a segment of Star Wars fans that are not racist, but you have a, a, a good segment, a half partial segment of Star Wars fans who are on that white supremacy bullcrap shit, mm-hmm. okay? So there's like people are mad that Lindsay was in an episode of Star Wars or the Mandalorian episode, right? And uh, she was playing a, a queen, a ruler in a planet, whatever. And a lot of people were so upset and so uh, bullheaded about her being in Star Wars. I saw the episode, I didn't see nothing wrong with what she did. She did excellent joy for whatever tell you did me I didn't see it move Lord people say she can't act whatever people just I think love to have something against her personally Man, it's because her. she big. That's I just why. I know that she does music. I I can't tell you a song that Liz has ever done. I don't know. I know Jack Black for a lot of movies, The School of Rock, and a lot of movies. Jack Black, I know him more than I do Liz. And you know, people wasn't really saying nothing about Jack Black, but then a lot of people start attacking Jack Black for being in Star Wars, whatever as well, too. Mandalorian series. So people are just people just bum her. Fucked up and mad. Black supremacists is mad. So you got black coons that's trying to bump dance for white supremacy. They were talking shit about Liz or whatever, about her weight or whatever. See? I don't judge a person about their weight or whatever, or if they black or whatever. You know, but it's the same thing also too. Star Wars is really anti woman. You know, they're attacking uh Daisy Ridley as well and Lizzo. So, like I said, uh, I saw the episode. I'm a Star Wars fan since 1977. You know, me, you know, when I was a little young boy, a little lord, I'm all being dead, but they rest in power, they rest in heavenly peace. They took me to go see Star Wars. And the first black person I ever saw in Star Wars was Billy, Billy D. Williams. Yep. 45, you know what I mean? Uh, yep. He was the first black person I ever saw in Star Wars, you know? It might have been other characters, the aliens, whatever, that might have been black, but stormtroops might have been black but the first visible character i could see was uh billy d williams but also too they had the voice of dark Vader by james, james earls jones, jones. Right? yep he played the voice of dark Vader. but guess what they had a white man 
soup, showing you that the black man sometimes wants to be the white man. You know what I mean? Even though he might sound black, but the size of that whole shit is a, a, a white man, a black man trap, with it got a white person inside his body, like a damn Oreo cookie. Preach. You know like, Oreo cookie black on the outside, but white in the inside, when you got those cool-ass motherfuckers, and, uh, uh, disagree with black people, but people just mad as fuck. Every time you see a black person, just like when the Obi Wan series came out, you know, it was a black sister by the name Moses Ingram, and a lot of people was mad at her. Oh, she can't, have, they can't stand her. She's, and then she said that she was getting death threats. And uh, from Star Wars, so called Star Wars fans and white supremacists. Uh, Ku Klux Klan members dressed up like Star Wars fans, but they really Ku Klux Klan motherfuckers. And they were talking shit about her and giving her death threat. Uh, and the guy that plays Obi-Wan Kenobi, Aaron McGregor, the actor, had to come out and defend her, saying that she's a wonderful actress, whatever. She should be getting death threats. She should be getting racist uh, antidotes to her social media platform. So this shit is just fucking crazy, okay? I mean, people, I mean, I enjoy Star Wars. I mean, I said, my mommy bought me the numbers and whatever, all the books and stuff that I could get, you know, that she could afford. So I, I'm a fan of Star Wars, but all this, all this racist bullshit, you know, oh, she's a big black woman, uh, uh, you know, and also to the mermaid, they made the mermaid a black girl, and people <laughs> mad about that. Oh, how you gonna make the mermaid black? Why you gonna make Jesus white? Why you gonna make Snow white? Her name got white, and it's Snow white. Mm. Why? Why you gonna do that? Why you gonna make everything else white? Uh, make make all the angels white and shit. Mm -hmm. But black people be superheroes. Black people can't be angels. They can't be mermaids and shit, nigga. Make it make sense, side note real quick we just finally discovered how Kevin Samuels passed away right now I found this out and I shared this with MK so <laughs> here going actually MK and Crime they both reacted too so <laughs> what up niggas 
Okay, let's get it. Hey, nigga, I'm gonna play some shit that's gonna trip you out. <laughs> about how Kevin Sanders died. Right. I already did, nigga. Shouts out to you, Breezer. What up? Right back at you, nigga. For years, and he died of a brain aneurysm in the middle of sex. What? I was giving him head, and his last words is, oh shit. Off, that's how you die. Nigga go grab her head like a <laughs> bowling ball. Nigga, he did all the hey. hey. Hey, anybody remember Don't Be a Menace? This is signing my drink, your juice in the hood. You remember when them niggas was smoking that smoking that blunt, nigga? That nigga, that blunt was so good, the nigga went into convulsions and shit. And after that nigga died, that nigga said, yo, pass that shit. That's what that, <laughs> that's what that shit is like. That nigga gonna be like, fuck that nigga, I gotta try that shit. Me, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> hell, hell yeah, that's a good one. Here come that toothbrush. Toothbrush. That nigga to the crossroads. To the to the crossroads. <laughs> Sit, Kevin Samuels. To the crossroads. Man, I hope he went to the crossroads. <laughs> motherfucker stop. 
and you got money and you got status, bro, they suck your dick with a purpose. Bro. Yep. Man. Man. Kind of like you. I mean, you kind of understand. <laughs> I mean, you kind of understand why he went the way he went. And the cops look at him like, damn, are you winning? Yeah, do something that you can't do. Nigga. Do you have a address? Nigga, nigga. I know nobody crying at that nigga funeral and shit. <laughs> Yeah, everybody was saluting you, nigga. <laughs> Phone number and a place I wish we could take you. You see this shit for myself. <laughs> nigga just flat out saying, shit, you kill that nigga, you gotta suck my mouth. You see what it's about? Shoot me like Mr. Marcus said, he can really step in. Nigga, that made that nigga dome pop. Nigga. <laughs> Literally, nigga. <laughs> that nigga shot and got a bumper clock in the brain. Nigga, literally, <laughs> nigga. Yeah. Bitch, go there and take two, two, three, four, ten good pulls. I'm all right. Sit that nigga to the perfect game. She was sucking hard, man. She must have Everybody want to go out, man. This nigga was like, that bitch sucking that hard. He was like, oh, 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 All I, hey, look, we said their reaction was just like mine. <laughs> so now I'm gonna take a quick pause for the cause and come back with some more show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Dylan Brooks. Y'all. Dylan Brooks demonstrated some faggot ass Chauncey like qualities. Right? 
Now, most of y'all know Dylan Brooks talked all that shit. Talked about LeBron, old, and he poked bears and all that shit, right? Well, he poked the wrong motherfucking bear. <laughs> he said to LeBron James, he said, I don't respect anybody who don't get 40 on me, right? <laughs> Alright, so now ladies and gentlemen, when you hear me and MK sometimes refer to faggot ass chassis shit with these particular individuals, y'all know the history about that shit. <laughs> so when see Dylan Brooks talked all that shit, did all this and that. But when it came down to back it up, he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. So, to add insult to that, LeBron says, see, LeBron said some shit to him during the game. I wish they could have had some audio of what he said, but he said some shit. He basically said, nigga, know your role, nigga. You about to get your ass handed to you tonight, nigga. (laughs) For real. You in a whole other field, nigga. You about to get this work. <laughs> you about to get this work. And boy, did he get that work. And what? And that's what you do to faggot ass Chauncey niggas like Dylan Brooks, right? You let your game play. You let your actions. So, not only did LeBron drop, he didn't drop 40 on him, but he well, let me take that back. He dropped 40 of them, 40 on him, but not in the way that you would think. Nigga, LeBron got 20 boards, 20 points, and the last time I checked, that equals 40. <laughs> and on top of that, right, you get eliminated. You get your ass handed to you as a team and guess how many points you lose by you lose by 40 points (laughs) so Dylan Brooks wanted 40 and he got 40 actually he got 80 (laughs) he got a double dose and because of that he talked all that shit and then afterwards Dylan Brooks decides I don't want to talk to the media because he said that the media made him out to be a villain. It's like, no, nigga, you did that by doing that faggot ass Chauncey shit, nigga. You did that. And now you don't want to talk to the media? Like I said, faggot ass Chauncey, Dylan Brooks. That's why you get that title. Talked all that shit. Now you got nothing to say. And that's how you uh check a bitch ass nigga like that. Bitch nigga. And with that being said, I'm gonna take a quick pause for the cause. Come back with some more show. Sports update. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, the unthinkable has happened. All year I've been saying, I don't know about the Lakers. Don't know what's going to happen with the Lakers. But the Lakers have done the unshockable or the unimaginable. And they have advanced not only to the postseason, but they are starting in the second round of the postseason tonight, nigga. Woo! And guess who we playing against? We playing against Golden State. Game one is tonight. LeBron and Steph Curry renew their rivalry. Only this time, though, it ain't for no championship, nigga. It's to get to the championship. Yes. This should be an interesting series because if we, L.A. should, I'm all over the place, nigga. I'm excited. I'm high. Motherfucker, look. Lakers should have the advantage because we didn't have so much needed rest. Golden State is coming off a of game seven with an awesome game seven, nigga. Steph Curry dropping 50 points on a game seven, nigga. That's unheard of, nigga. And look, peep game, y'all, look. I like Golden State, but you know, I rock with the Lakers. You know, I'm Lake show all goddamn day, but I do give Golden State they respect, nigga. I haven't watched a lot of Golden State Warriors games, but that, I didn't see Steph Curry ball out, nigga, but that shit, nigga, that nigga Steph Curry balled his, he balled out, nigga, he balled out. There was a moment, I remember there was a moment when it was during a timeout doing one of them wire sections and it was a look that that Steph Curry had that nigga was in game mode that nigga like he was in straight beast mode now I'm talking about beast gohan mode right there that nigga was so that nigga Steve was like he was saying some shit he was like all right but that nigga was locked in nigga I said these niggas about to win this shit but what's great about this is that California is winning California hasn't been represented like this in the postseason and since I don't know how long. You know, even the Clippers made it, but you know, the Clippers are who we thought they were. That's why they sit their ass at the house. So, but you know what? It's it's better on the travel. You know, it's an hour flight, so it ain't nobody you know experiencing so much energy. But the only difference is now all these games is gonna be every other night. So. It's a good thing and it's a bad thing because you ain't resting, but you know, at least you ain't got to travel. So game one is tonight. Who going to come out on top? It's going to be a good one, but you know I'm picking Lakers. They should they should get this one tonight, take advantage of them niggas while they uh, still kind of recuperating. So we're going to see what's going to happen. Who going to be the star tonight, nigga? I don't think it's going to be LeBron tonight. I think AD going to... AD better do what he's supposed to do, but it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a good one. Glad we put that ass with on Memphis though. I bet you Dylan Brooks won't talk no more shit no more, huh? <laughs> bet you won't do that shit no more, nigga. With that being said, nigga, let's get back to the motherfucking show. Alright, y'all, welcome back to the show. So just like on a side note right quick. I know you guys heard me talk about Young Pharaoh and Nature Boy and all that type of stuff. But you heard me speak on Pharaoh and how he, you know, how he was back in the day. Whoa. <laughs> and you've heard me speak on Pharaoh recently. I mean, 
Pharaoh has came all the way down. <laughs> he has came all the way down. But this is what happens when you put the bag before the message, right? The bag before the message. This is what happens when you get caught up in this and that. I mean, I've seen people... Look, I'm not a part of the conscious community, right? But I know of it, like I said. And in a conscious community, they have a lot of debates. You know, they debate religion and they debate, you know, each other's facts or statements. You know, everybody do that shit. And young Pharaoh used to be a part of that shit. Well, Sardetta being Sardetta. Shout out to Sardetta, right? <laughs> now... Sarnett have been talking to young Pharaoh lately and, you know, trying to, like, bring him back. Because Saul been peeping out. He, he didn't see them fall. You know, Saul seen that shit, too. So he know what's going on. But, you know, Pharaoh still had some, you know, some what might say intellect or whatnot. So a couple of days ago, did y'all see the destruction of young Pharaoh? Versus Brother Jabari. Man. <laughs> now look. Like I said. I have never really seen. You know like a debate or whatnot, And people just get destroyed. But I've heard stories. But I literally saw. Young Pharaoh. Get destroyed. I mean oh my gosh. But. See. Like I have a running joke with some of the community on YouTube, you know, in that sector or whatnot, that Nature Boy, Young Pharaoh sector, you know, I say that Young Pharaoh is Nature Boy's number one student and Young Pharaoh patterned his career or they patterned their careers off one another. You know, they both talking about the same shit. It's nobody's knowledge. It's something that both of these niggas got from somebody else. And they memorize this shit, and now they just spitting out shit trying to claim that it's theirs, right? <laughs> Which is a huge flag on the motherfucking play, right? But that's what these niggas do. So, Young Pharaoh swear up and down that he the smartest person on the planet, that he's this and that, and just, just demonstrating faggot-ass Chauncey-like qualities, right? Just all over the place, just, just, just packing ass Chauncey quality shit, right? So, Pharaoh gets on this. Sarnetta set this debate up for him to go against Brother Jabari, who Brother Jabari is an actual scholar, right? <laughs> so, ain't no way in the world a nigga that's spitting, you know, Damon Wayans from a living color faction shit. Right, ain't no way in the world you gonna go up against a scholar and think you're gonna win, right? So, I watched this debate, and I mean, Brother Jabari just destroyed this dude. I mean, just made Pharaoh question. And you know, when a nigga get confronted, when a bitch ass nigga get confronted, you know how they fold and they want to deflect and get in their feelings and shit. I literally watched this happen to Young Pharaoh, and it was gold. It was priceless. It was priceless. 
So if y'all haven't seen that shit yet, man, y'all go check out that debate between Young Pharaoh and uh, Jabbar. I can't pronounce his last name. That's why I ain't even trying to say that shit. But man, that shit was gold, man. Young Pharaoh. And then it was another nigga that came in during the debate, some nigga named Tahuti or some shit like that. The nigga that looked like the nigga from Princess and the Frog, the villain and shit, right? So he came through because he wanted to get at Young Pharaoh, but Young Pharaoh said, nope, I don't want that smoking. That's what bitch ass niggas do, right? That's what bitch ass niggas do. And so since I'm staying on Young Pharaoh head, right? Young Pharaoh is the is what I like to describe as a smart, dumb nigga, right? <laughs> Young Pharaoh is a smart, dumb nigga, right? So, y'all remember a couple of podcasts ago when I was talking about his ass and I said it last time I heard he was broke? Well, that shit is confirmed. That nigga, not only is that nigga broke, right? <laughs> not only is this nigga broke, but this nigga just got evicted from his apartment that he was just staying at. And the nigga swear up and down that he paid his rent, right? This, all right. This is to show you how, how this is how this nigga a smart dumb nigga, right? Okay. So whenever he moved into his new shit, right? You know how you gotta pay first month, last month, and a security deposit? So that nigga paid that, but he thought that he was paying three months of rent. <laughs> right? He thought that nigga, this nigga thought he was paying three months worth of rent. And, and all he paid was his first month, first, last, and security deposit. This nigga ain't paid no rent. And then they slapped the eviction notice on this nigga door, and this nigga is in super denial, right? Funny as hell, right? So, shout out to Rumiya Miyat and Shut Up and React TV, right? Shout out to you niggas, man. Look, I'm going to play y'all a little bit. Of some audio and these niggas is reacting they giving their authentic reaction this shit is gold as hell <laughs> all right let's get to this shit so this nigga gets an eviction notice a lady drops off a, now he always got to bring race in this shit oh yep. a mexican lady blah, 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 blah. but he gets an eviction notice and it's not his fault it's somebody else's fault that he didn't pay his rent. He claims that he paid his rent once ahead of time, right? Nope. So there has to be some confusion here. Wouldn't you Wouldn't you agree that there's yep. some confusion? On his uh, part. Don't you got receipts? And right. I ain't talking about the YouTube receipts. I'm talking about like real live receipts, nigga, when you pay your rent. You have receipts. Um, Look, hey, that's exactly what the fuck I said, right? <laughs> That's exactly what I said. I said, anybody that pay rent know, nigga, when you pay rent, nigga, you gonna get that receipt, nigga. You gonna get that receipt right then and there, right? So, if you get a receipt for that shit, don't you think if you pay months in advance, you would get receipts for those months too, nigga? <laughs> Again, a smart dumb, nigga. Let's get it. You got yeah, a millionaire, a trillionaire, a bazillionaire. That, yeah, he all that, right? 
That nigga broke. If you got Angie, stay, honey, stay, please. We we need your we need your beauty. We need your aura. We need all that here. I, I like when the women pull pull up. So stop in. We're gonna talk about this real quick, and then I'm giving away some money and shit. So, um, but yeah, he gets evicted and shit, and like now this nigga's mad at somebody else. Like, nigga, you didn't pay your rent. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it, man. You didn't pay uh, your rent. Yeah, this nigga's a millionaire but can't keep an apartment. In a, exactly. Or whatnot, but I'm just giving y'all a, a description. So I had a Mexican woman come today because, as you've seen every time, and I'm not shoot, I'm not shitting on this apartment complex because this is a beautiful apartment complex. And what did I tell you? I said sometimes shit may just be like that. But as you've seen, I ain't even been able to use my fucking kitchen sink since I've been in here for obvious reasons. Okay. So I had a little show you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Before you go in and react, hold on. Let me let me start first, nigga. Now this this dissect, this use some nigga science, right? Okay. The nigga said he moved in and he ain't been able to use the sink, right? <laughs> you ain't been able to use the sink. Nigga, did you even get the water turned on, nigga? <laughs> I don't think this nigga did his proper research, nigga. You know when you move into an apartment, well, see, that's in Texas, nigga. Out here in Cali is different, nigga. So I don't know how that shit is in Texas, but I would imagine that it's going to tell you if the water and all that shit is included or if the utilities is paid and all that shit. So it's going to let you know. But if it ain't, nigga, you got to pay all, the, all that shit to get cut on, nigga. Smart dumb nigga. All right, go ahead, react. Um, so that is the reason why you ain't paying your rent. So you thought, okay, <laughs> fuck that. I ain't paying my rent because my sink don't work. Whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop. That's what it really is. And so they said, all right, cool. Well, you about to get the fuck up out of here. That's what happened. That's what happened. You just told on yourself already. <laughs> already. Nigga, what personal information? Your name Marshall, nigga. <laughs> My name Jason. Nice to meet you, nigga. We know who we <laughs> What yeah. other personal information could you nigga what? What? Nigga, we know your name. You know that nigga be self-snitching and shit. That nigga be self That's the most self-snitching ass nigga I've seen on YouTube, man. That nigga. Well, actually, him and Charleston White. Both of them niggas be self-snitching and shit. Both of them niggas be self-snitching, but shit. <laughs> we gonna get on Charleston White later and shit. But back to this nigga. But what else? Marshall Daniels. You gotta get the fuck out because you... Is six months behind, two months behind, three months behind, or whatever. We, what else, nigga? What else information could they? Could, could, could they <laughs> <laughs> I know, nigga. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. No, no, don't apologize. Don't apologize, nigga. Please drop this notice off right here to vacate this premises for non-payment of rent and utilities. Now, here's the thing. Look, look at, look at. Y'all heard what he just said, right? He said. Non-payment of rent and utilities. The last time I checked, doesn't water and all that shit included, is included with utilities? <laughs> dumb nigga, dumb nigga, dumb nigga. Go ahead. My shit right in front of my company, my, my rent has been paid out. Show us, 
since you bringing this to the forefront to Twitch, show Twitch. It should be very easy for you to be like, look, I showed my shit. Uh, or I, I, yeah. I paid my shit, my shit been paid. Here's the boom bap, here's the boom bap. Right. Now, why y'all call it, hold on, I'm about to parlay into something real cool. Why y'all calling Jabari a clown? Why y'all calling Jabari a clown? Because your man <laughs> look goofy as fuck right. up there. Right. How y'all call him a scholar? And he look goofy as fuck Exactly, up there. he destroyed it. That man said, ah, suck, ah, suck my bat, bat, bat. Bitch-ass nigga, see? That's what that nigga... This nigga's fall from grace is the worst I've ever seen on YouTube. Not I've really. never seen a fall from grace like this before. This nigga is hit. No, he's fall from grace, that nigga hit every step. That nigga up there with Nature Boy, though. No, fuck that. That nigga, him and Nature Boy downfall is damn near one in the same and shit. It's just Pharaoh's is more sad because... You know, this nigga had all the potential in the world and shit. And it's just like, you know, the nigga got bag hungry, nigga. That's what that shit was. He said, fuck the people. I guess after that polite shit, he said, if I can't beat them, join them. <laughs> that nigga hit every step. And that's what he get. And it's not them regular steps either. They project steps. The shit that got the metal over the ridge. Hell yeah, they can concrete. The that's what he get. Every... <laughs> he need to hit that shit. Yeah. This ball from Grace crazy right now. It's crazy. Hey, that. Hey, y'all know that young Pharaoh be having that damn Egypt sign, like that, that Egypt sheet in the background. That shit, that nigga about to be covering up with that mother. That's gonna be his new blanket. <laughs> That's gonna be that nigga new blanket. Watch. That nigga done done. My shit been paid. How? Whether my shit was late, whether, whether my shit was late or not, it will be late today. So. My shit is not now late. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't late. My shit is not late. So wait, what? Uh, I should have been paid out two, three, two, three. Hold on, what? Which I don't understand. You doing? You using double negatives? <laughs> and, and, and my shit is not not late. My, my and then whether it's late, it's not late today. It's like it's. But if it was late, it would be late, or it would be early. But if nigga, you saying a whole lot of nothing, nigga. Did you pay your rent? No, that nigga yeah, didn't my, pay his rent. Exactly. Now my thing is this: How did we skip? How did we skip? Oh, okay, I, I, I hate retarded ass niggas that gas him up. I, I know, nigga. People I that know. just be gassing him up in the comments. How did we skip? How did we skip a late notice? How did we skip a late notice? How did we skip a late notice to a straight notice and vacate? All right, hold on, react before you go. <laughs> We gonna tell you, I'ma tell you the process, nigga. Cause nigga, I've been evicted before, so nigga, I know how that shit go. <laughs> and if you listening, you probably been evicted too. So you know what I'm about to talk about. Alright. When you don't pay your rent, right? When you don't pay your rent, the first thing they do is they slap a three-day notice. Or you know, they, uh, to let you know, all right, you got three day notice to come up with this money, or we gonna stop, or otherwise we gonna start the eviction note process, right? All right? 
That's what they do. So that's basically giving you 30 days to come up with that money. And you're going to have to pay all them late fees too. So on top of that, and if you don't, after that 30 days is going and you still ain't paid that rent, when they come back, they coming back with the marshals. <laughs> that's what's happening. They're going to come back with the marshals and you're going to have to get your ass out. All right. I just thought I'd say that. Well, young Pharaoh, I will tell you how. You ain't, you, you ain't within those parameters. Meaning, they've tried. They've tried. They gave you a late notice. They gave you another late notice. Now, this one is notice to get the fuck out. Yep. Yes, by law. That's what it is. You, can't you probably this. didn't read those. You probably just threw them away. Oh, yep. Man, fuck it. But it's seen the problem with young Pharaoh is much like Nature Boy, you know, very narcissistic. You know, I'm this Nature Boy was three God and this and that, and Baba G and all this other bullshit. And here come young Pharaoh. He's this is Otten Nation. I'm the general and this and this and that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the general just got discharged. <laughs> Let's get it. Yeah, fuck it. But now you about to be you about to be curled up in that Otten flag. Exactly. And that bitch ain't gonna fuck with you. As soon as you lose your credit, that bitch ain't fucking with you. She'll yep. be on to the next hotep dick. She ain't gonna fuck with you. <laughs> that nigga said hotep dick. <laughs> no, she not. No, she not. Yeah, show Angie facts. Facts. Show rent receipts, nigga. Show, it's so simple and easy to show rent receipts. Right. Nigga, like, it's the e like. Hold on, I'm trying to check something. I'm trying to get my money. <laughs> I'm trying to get my money. All right, so look, I'm gonna I'm gonna get off Young Fifi's head right quick. I didn't think I didn't did enough, but I did all that and played all that. Like I said earlier, Young Pharaoh has demonstrated faggot ass chauncey like qualities and if you listen in to how pharaoh was talking he sound just like a faggot ass chauncey <laughs> and with that being said i'm gonna take a quick pause for the calls come back with some more show Can still feel the breeze. All right, y'all, welcome back to the show. So, we better get back to the shenanigans and, and where Dr. Ayala Van Zandt getting her Kevin Samuel on with Homegirl home right quick. Now, she gonna continue to see the, the interviewer is gonna continue to tell on herself and shit. But she gonna keep getting her Kevin Samuels on. I want y'all to keep listening it up. This is gonna get good. Because I am curious. Um, I, I yeah, yeah. I, I had a very lovely um, single black mother. Um, and, and I'm gonna get to the statistics on single black motherhood. Now see, look. Now before she give her statistics, see, I want y'all to notice something. See, a lot of times whenever people are getting told off and getting 
exposed about themselves and shit like that. They usually tend to try to bring up statistics. And sometimes you can back up those stats. But sometimes that's a defense mechanism too and shit. You know, they be doing that shit. But let's listen up. Let's see. Let's get it. And, and family life. Um, but she was, by, by definition, more of a father figure in terms of providing and protecting. Um, and, I, and I think that's very common. So according to the U.S. Census, Oyanla, 23% of households in the country are single parent households. And we know 80% of them are led by women. How does this affect the child? Uh, both l little girls, little boys, non-binary children. See, I like how she, how she just conveniently said, women she like really leaned in when she said women you know to, to get the sisterhood to back her up and you know they are you know y'all backing her up i mean you, i guess you guys are supposed to but it's, it's time for y'all to get humbled out sometime listen up how does how does that frame their expectation um of women when the mother is in it all depends on it all depends on what the mother or the woman demonstrates about being a woman if Facts. she's demonstrating that it's hard and it's rough and nobody's helping me and 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 I gotta do this and you gotta do it this way, then that's what the children are gonna get. Yep. If she's angry because she's alone, if she's desperate because if she's not conscious, if she's not careful, I mean, when I look at uh, the damage that I did to my children, not being clear about who I am as a feminine expression of the chief architect and creator of the universe. When I understand that I didn't know that and how to tap into that and the damage I did to my children who I love with all my heart. Listen I discovered how off I was, I confessed it to them and asked them to watch me as I rebuilt who I was. And I'm still very alpha, Preach. but I'm in my throne and my crown is straight. <laughs> That's right. I'm looking forward to straightening my crown, uh, Dr. Ayala. No, she Let ain't. Ask you this. Let's get to the logistics. No, she uh, ain't. Let's get to the logistics. We know that black women are earning college degrees faster than anybody else. Many of us uh, are doing like, like, like we're doing, Ayala. We're getting those terminal degrees, those J. See, here's another defensive tactic that she's trying to use. See, she's trying to throw the education and this and that, which is cool and all. But again, that's a, that's a defensive distraction because... She know damn well if she tried to pull that shit with Kevin Samuels, man, he'd have shot that shit down so goddamn fast. And he would have slapped the shit out of you. <laughs> he'd have been like, we don't give a fuck about all that shit. Y'all know what he would have said. Let's get it. These MD PhDs. We also are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs, uh, along with Latina women in America. Pew Research said that women are now out earning men, out earning men yes. in 22 yes. of the largest cities in America, including where I live, New York, DC, LA, you name it. When we talk, and I know that you've said See, that you feelings. cannot teach a man or tell a man how to be a man. So I will not ask you to indict men in this question. But I do want you to speak, Ayanla, to how women need to, uh, I don't know, position ourselves so that we can be in our divinity, so we can have our crowns right, how we can create and not build 
when some of us, quite frankly, feel that the men that are available to us, and I'm talking about across the color spectrum, across the age spectrum, trust me, I've done them all, um, uh, they're uh, not positioned. Uh, see, let's see. Flag, hold up. Flag on the play. See? To me, this question is, I don't want to say misleading, but she sure is definitely trying to uh, uh, emasculate us and shit. You know what I mean? She really trying to throw us under the bus. <laughs> but the doctor going to get her Kevin Samuels on right quick. So let's get it. She was looking down while she was saying that. She was saying that you, you niggas can't afford this expensive. <laughs> it's an E40 year old version. Fucking goddamn coochie, right? Wanna say nigga that nigga will smash and hit that ah hit that shit out like Jackie Robinson, right? But it's the mental. She said that the statistics and shit. And we can do like Kevin Samuels and go over there to blackdemographics.com and look at some statistics. Statistics. Black men are not earning enough. Well, I looked at the statistics, crap, and it seems like black women are earning. On the average, forty-one thousand a year. Wow. The scrub, blue-collar, black man on the average is grossing forty-six thousand. What's wrong with this picture? You want to bring out statistics? Now, <coughs> I don't know, my brother know, but I'm for that light him and y'all. One of the homies at the workplace was oh I, I love boy he was rapping for us niggas. Ooh. Ooh. He kept it real. The same nigga he was in real life was the same nigga on real. Y'all probably y'all women be like oh that nigga was fronting all oh, that's that nigga in real life. Fuck with y'all, beat your cheeks up, but he ain't fucking with y'all. Every time I bumped into that nigga, he, he'd be like, hey nigga, you slam dunking. Slam dunking. <laughs> That's a motherfucking really action it. word. He slam dunking. Like he making the rim shake and shit, nigga. Like <laughs> took, took that straight to the home. Slam dunking. Every time I see him, he was never with the ugly white woman. He was with the fucking fine. Hey, man, he like. <laughs> for real, for real. That nigga pulled me to the side. He said, nigga, I'm gonna be all out of shit. I said, oh, nigga. Real deal, Holyfield? He was like, fuck these bitches, right? So you could go on YouTube and check out the homie, because that's that nigga in real life. Now let's hear Ayala retort. Would you date a bus driver? You hear that goddamn Silencio? She had to think about that shit. Right? I will tell you the answer. Hey, hear the answer. Right? You want to know the answer? Hear the answer. That's the answer. That's the motherfucking answer. That's the answer. One more game. 
resources and some of them are not even showing up in the leadership would you date a bus driver listen up you would you date if a he bus? owns the bus if he owns no. it if he owns the bus see, that's no. see? exactly flag on the play you see that was a that was a trick question right <laughs> that was a setup question because now she been getting her Kevin Samuel all all day, but she's really about to uh, get her Kevin Samuel because she just asked her a very Kevin Samuel quest like question: Would you date a bus driver? And did y'all notice how quiet it got? You notice that pause that came along with that because now you guys can't see, but her facial expression. She's like, hell fuck I ain't date no motherfucking bus driver. But then, did you hear the answer that she said? She said, if he owns the bus, right? If he owns the bus. And see, and men, when we hear shit like that, that just lets us know what type of woman you are 
and what type of nigga that you want to be with. See, that's how we get. You looking for that high earning nigga that's already established, but that nigga that's established ain't looking at your ass. Because if he was, he would have picked you already. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Sorry, ladies. But let's let Ayana cook her right quick. Let's get it. That's a problem. That's a problem. Because the standards and requisites, and I'm not talking about him laying on his sofa playing video games all day. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. But the standards and the criteria that we use to measure men is off for who we are as women and who they are in this society. Back. I would date a bus driver if he was, if he loved driving the bus, if he was a man of integrity, Preach. if he was good to his mama, Preach. if he treated me well, I would date a bus driver. But we think that it's another human being's responsibility to give us what we need instead of us building together. I can build with a bus driver. I'd have my little stash over on the side in my prenup, but I could build with a bus mm -hmm. driver. <laughs> so I think some of the criteria that we look for in the reality of today keeps us unhappy, keeps us angry, keeps us imbalanced. And then when the men show up, we want to beat them up because they're not living up to our standards and criteria. And, and it's not working, beloved. It's just not working. So it's not that it's bad or wrong. It's obsolete. It's obsolete. Mm. We have to come up with a new way of being. I don't believe in carrying a man. A man has to do for himself. My son got his first job when he was nine. Mm. See? Nine, okay? Because you're a black man, you will know how to take care of yourself. But I think the way we measure it, it's, it's just obsolete. I and think that's a factual analysis uh, for whatever we want, expect, we're told we were going to get. We got to look at the numbers and what's available on the marketplace. So, so you're certainly not not wrong in the or, analysis. Uh, and and y'all, let's 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 nah, let's talk. Nah, nah. See, you see what you see that shit. See, don't want to own no no. She don't want to accept no accountability. She's one of these type of women that don't want to hear what she's saying. She's in her feelings and shit. And then she's trying to deflect by some other shit. Ayala just told her just when Kevin Samuels on her and she couldn't handle that shit. She couldn't handle that shit. That's what you get. I hope you ladies listening up and taking heed because she's absolutely right. We trying to help y'all out. I'm trying to do my part. <laughs> and with that being said, let's, let's listen to this a little bit more and then I'm going to close the show because they giving me the go home cue. The truth is shame the devil. We know what you got in that prenup was it would never be little. It'll never be small. That's a big old mound of assets. But uh but that's okay. But that's okay. Uh let's spend a little more time just so we're really clear in this conversation, uh, Dr. Von Zant, difference between masculine energy and feminine energy, because I know that is not necessarily gender assigned, right? This is bigger than that. This is big bigger than genitalia, right? Right. Absolutely. When we talk about man is mind, woman is heart. And so many of us have guarded, broken, um, um, closeted hearts that we do everything from here. And here, you know, as a woman that's been educated, that like you said, has a degree, here will run out. Here will lie to you. This will never lie to you. 
But we've been taught not to trust this. We've been taught not to trust our knowing, our intuition. Mm. But a man can have a good idea and be brilliant, you know? So we want to have good ideas. But for us, our power is in knowing and it's in getting that that intuition and moving on it. That our power is in what we feel, not necessarily emotion, but what we feel in our body. But so many of us are out of touch with our body. We'll give our body to somebody else before we really get in touch with it ourselves because we're so busy doing till we don't know how to be. When I talk about feminine energy again, I'm talking about the grace, the compassion, the humanity. I'm talking about mercy. I'm talking about silent stillness. I'm talking about flow and movement. I'm talking about speaking from a place of intuitive knowing, love. I'm not, and, and, and that's not the masculine way. The masculine way is justice, structure, power, is control. That's masculine. Feminine is dominion, not control. But most of us, many of us, I'm in recovery, are control freaks. So a lot of y'all is a whole nother way, a whole nother vibe. She raises her hand. There's a whole nother vibe uh, that we can tap into, that we have to tap into, because the world is dying. This society, this system is coming down. And if we don't step into our power as women, we're going down with it. In other words, y'all gonna end up dying alone. So y'all better shape up. Like my nigga say, it's gonna lead you down the road to lead you down the road to lesbianism, and you don't want that. With that being said, we're going to close the show. All right, y'all hear the theme song. Y'all know what that means. We bringing this show on in. I want to thank y'all for listening to another episode of Feeling the Breeze. I know it takes a long time for me to bring an episode you know but hey i'm doing this by myself so it does take a lot of work excuse my tardiness but anyway mm, mm, mm. yeah i'm pharaoh <laughs> like react said his fall from grace is something else um once again shout out to react and shut up and react tv and real me oh miat sorry if i butchered your name brother i'm still trying but shout out to both of y'all brothers um hope you guys enjoyed the show i hope everybody tuning in enjoyed the show ladies i hope y'all was paying attention and taking some mental notes i gotta switch it up you know uh and miss ebony williams uh woo now I you know I give her credit for standing her ground on her statement. You know, I did hear her clean, you know, try to clean that shit up. But come on. That initial reaction that you had, that pause and that facial expression that you had, that's why everybody is mad. That's why everybody is saying what you said because it's not what you said, it's how you said it, but it's that pause. 
So, you know, I'm glad you you know, took ownership. You know, you tried to clean that shit up. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, man, that shit with Steve Harvey. Ooh, it gets more dicier than that, y'all. I mean, shit. You never know. You never know. But. You know, going back to Young Pharaoh right quick before I get up out of here. Uh, it's just, it's amazing how he went from one place and then all this stuff that happened to him that happened to him. And, you know, I think us as the older generation, we've seen this coming a long time ago. It's all about how you're going to come back from it. He'll be all right. It's just his turn to go do some shit. But... Yeah. You gonna be sleeping out that <laughs> you gonna be sleep using that uh that odd sheet as a blanket now. Anyway, excuse me for sniffing. But it's time for me to sign out, get out of here. Um again, thank you guys once again. Thank you to all the participants to help make this show what it is. Yo, Cuddy Moo, UK Wally brother, happy birthday. I got that. Hope you enjoyed your day. Uh, Backyard, MK Specs, Cribe One. Hope y'all niggas enjoyed the show. And uh, as of right now, all right, I'm going to wrap it up with a little small sports update. All right, so game four is tonight of the Lakers-Warriors series. Uh, Hopefully, the Lakers come out on top. But there's a weird statistic out of uh, AD is that every odd game, you know, one, three, five, every game that's an, been an odd game, he's balled out. But all the even games, aka game two, game four, game six, he's played like shit. So we'll see if he gonna ball out tonight. It's game four. We'll see. But that's about it. Thank y'all once again for listening. And as always, always believe. We out of here.